When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Juliet Danalo was born in North Carolina, grew up in Maine, but says she came of age as a musician in Boston. She now resides east of Nashville, Tennessee, where all of her life experiences influence her songwriting, singing, and performance. Juliet's latest album is Dream Girl, and she is my guest on this edition of Americana Music Profiles. Hi, Juliet. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you very much. And thanks for joining me, and I, I look forward to uh, learning about your music and and uh, what you got uh, going on. Got a new CD out, I know, and uh, maybe we could start by talking a little bit about your uh, your musical journey, how you got started, and um, tell me a little bit about uh, uh, how that started for you as a, as a young girl. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I was always surrounded by music. My mother was really into music and played guitar and flute, and she was a DJ for a while uh, in college, and, you know, it was the Beatles era yeah. when I grew up. Now I'm dating myself. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you know, we, we would listen to you know, Beatles records, and I started singing along once I got my hands on uh, the Angel Lloyd Webber, Jesus Christ Superstar came out in the 70s there, and right. I um, I used to, I loved it, and so I learned all the songs, and I used to sing them all the time, especially on the drove my brother nuts. And <laughs> 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 uh, then, funny, you know, interestingly enough, I ended up getting into playing guitar, you know, teenagers, we were in a, a band together for a short period of time, and uh, used to do some Rush covers. Led Zeppelin. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And, yeah. Uh, I, I did get some classical painting starting in my my early teens, and you know, on and off, I would take voice lessons, and um, I ended up going to Berkeley College of Music a few years after high school. Okay. I'm not. And then um, I learned a lot there, and I got to be on the gospel choir, which was a really great experience for me. That's awesome. Um. It was really cool because I'd never been on a choir before. The school that I went to is called Sudbury, Sudbury Valley School. It's very, you know, it's all about self-directed learning and very unstructured. And so I've never really been, uh, I, I, I never had that experience being on a choir before, especially a gospel choir. Yeah. And um, it was just really the coolest thing. So yeah. I learned a lot. And um, from there, I, you know, I didn't do much after college. I, um, I took a long sabbatical from music, hmm. and then I was in a you know kind of a bad marriage and making some bad choices, and so I kind of after about ten years after college, that's when I really started getting back into music. It was really kind of interesting, and then I never thought of myself as a writer, and then I just started writing. I I must have had a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what drew know, you back? Later. What drew you back into music? <sighs> You know, I think I think I was just going and I, I didn't know what I was doing. I was finding all these things and I had a lot of stuff that I was harboring that needed to be dealt with. And, you know, I, I basically sort of took a 
sabbatical from the norm of dating and all that, and I just dove into music. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It was a drive. It was really odd. And um, and then I started writing songs. You know, I had a lot of bad, bad relationships and so on and so forth. And I just started writing about it. Hmm. And in songs, and I, I started working with them, you know, a few other people and started co-writing. And I never really thought of myself as being able to do it. And then shortly after that, I, you know, I had enough for a record. And then that record got picked up by a small label. So I was like, but bing, but boom. <laughs> in a few years' time, and it was great. And I, you know, I, it's so joyful to like find yourself, you know, find a voice, and find, you know, find out a purpose, you know, that, yeah. that you feel like you've had a purpose, and then you find out that this is something that you you can do, and and it has all the elements of, of the, the type of person that I am, right? emotional and and, um, and forthright with it, and. Um, so, I don't know. It's just, I just love writing, and I just, uh, you know, I don't necessarily do it every day, but I do it, I'm always thinking about it and coming up with new songs, and I'm in the process of uh, recording a new record, too. Right, okay. Um, so, we'll see what happens with that. But, you know, it's just weird. I took some time off, and I guess it's kind of just stuck it in me, and then it's just, boom, you know, came out. So, um, you know, and it was hard, because I was a little older when I started getting back to singing, of course. You know, it took me a while to get get my sea legs, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. Some musical sea legs, you know, you listen to yourself and you're like, oh, you know, I could do better, I could do better. But, but that's the part of the process. It's a very hard process sometimes because you're wearing your heart on your sleeve and, you know, you're not always coming across the way you want to come across, but that's how you learn. You right, have to sure. Persevering. Yeah. You know, but it's, um, it's very fulfilling, and um, you know I love it. And Dream Girl is great. You know I I met my husband. We got married. Let's see. I have to think about this. Seven years ago. Okay. Uh, we well, we met about seven years ago, and uh, we met in the music scene. And, um, we had a a little girl named Annabelle who uh, this record Dream Girl is the title track is about her. Okay. It's for her, it's a lullaby for her. And um, with this record, he produced it. Um, we co-wrote a couple of songs, but most of it was about was, was are my songs. And cause before, I had done a lot of co-writing, and um, I really wanted to try to write on my own. And mm-hmm. I'm still doing a lot of that. Uh, and uh, it, you know, it's just it's I'm in the journey still. It's great. I'm still learning. I'm still finding things and trying to find things to write about. And there's always something. Especially nowadays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you you were you were born in North Carolina. I think I got this correct, and then grew up uh-huh. in Maine. Went to school in in uh-huh. Boston, and then back to or or find yourself now in Nashville. Is that right? Or near Nashville? Yep. Yeah. Nashville, East Nashville. We're in East Nashville. Um, I still come back to Massachusetts a lot because I still have uh, some business here and stuff like that. But I'm so I'm back and forth a lot. But we're now we're there. The majority of the time, and it's really cool. I, I, I love meeting all the new musicians, I and mean, it's a relatively new room for us. And um, it's just a great city. <laughs> you know, what else can you say? Yeah, yeah. So the Dream Girl album is your second, is that correct? Correct. Okay, and then I think you just mentioned you're working on a third. Um, I am. Yeah. How long has Dream Girl been out? Uh, it's the uh, 
digital release was the 5th of October, and it hasn't been released yet. It's, uh, the actual physical release date is the 16th of, of November. Uh, okay, so, okay. Mm. So yeah. you're already already working on the next project. That's good. <laughs> I am, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back on Wednesday to do some recording in Nashville at the Treehouse with Tim Carter uh, of the Carter family. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a really it's probably the coolest studio I've ever worked in. It's really neat. How, how so will these? Uh, how how will this be different than than Dreamgirl, or or will it? Oh, it's definitely going to be different. Um, it's different. There's a lot of different directions I'm going in. It's very interesting. The next next record has a lot of things. I think I'm getting a little bit more daring. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of different types of key changes, and, you know, just, 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 I'm getting more adventurous. You yeah, know? yeah, so. yeah. And, but, you know, we're still putting the pieces together on that one. Too. Yeah. I think you mentioned on the the, the Dream Girl that, that there were things that you sort of had had written over time. You pulled some of those in, so the, I'm I'm guessing the the new record is some newer rights for you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Actually, I wrote a, I wrote a lot of this record within six months, which is interesting because Dream Girl took a few years. Okay. And it's just interesting how 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 it works. And um, you know, there was well, one one of the songs on this record, I, I on the record that we're just working on now. Um, I started writing it um, probably a year ago, and uh, that's the that's the one that took the longest. But for whatever reason, you know, all these travel, all this travel in Nashville is very inspiring. And so I just started uh, writing like crazy. I just went through like it's like a growth spurt, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So when when so, you say inspiring, uh, how how is how does that inspire you? Tell me if if you can put into words what is what is this moving back and forth? What what inspires you out of that? Well, I I, I get to listen to a lot of artists, okay, and I think that's where I get my inspiration for songwriting. There's a lot of amazing, I mean, just it's just a sea of amazing players and artists and, you know, it's songwriters or just singers or just players for whatever instrument they play. To me, I find it, I find it so inspiring and it's always something good going on in Nashville and it's just, yeah. you know, I cannot boast enough about, you know, just even check out the local scene. I know, you know, people like to go to Nashville and they like to go down to Broadway, which is great too because, you know, everybody, every single hockey club is incredible. Um, but to check out the local scene and listen to some of the, you know, the Americana artists out there, it's just, it's just it's incredible. They're incredible players, incredible writers. So I find that inspiring. Do you do you hear words or melodies first? It, it there isn't there isn't one recipe. Yeah. Sometimes it's words. Sometimes it's words and melody. Sometimes it's just the melody. Huh. Sometimes it'll be, just, I, I mean, I play guitar, but not, you know, I'm not proficient at it. I play, you know, open chords just to, just to you know, accompany myself in, in the writing process. And sometimes I get down with a guitar, I'll come up with some little chord progression. I don't know. It's, it's hard to pinpoint what it, what starts it. <laughs> I wake up in the middle of the night with, like, something in my head. And so a lot of the times if I don't, like, record it or write it down, I'll forget it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I don't know, it's just there. It's interesting. 
Sometimes yeah. I connect to it. Sometimes I don't. But I don't know. So the the, the musical flavor that then comes out of the end of that process is that uh, that Americana feel for you is that um, intentional or just just who you are? Where where did you? Uh, it it just comes out the way it comes out, yeah. and I just I don't try to bend it in any other way except for what ends up working with the song that I'm writing at the time. Okay, I don't know. It's like I I don't tie it together. With a with a with a vision, I can have an idea. A lot of the times, I'll have an idea of what I want to write about. I would say that would be the biggest thing that's consistent about it is that I'll have an idea of what I want to say uh-huh. um, as far as a story or whatever, and then and then everything sort of ties in. So, however the story ends is how it ends. Is that sort of sounds? Yeah. Okay. I guess that's the best way to explain. Yeah. Huh. It, yeah, it's hard to it's hard for me to explain the writing process because I don't really quite understand it. <laughs> well, I find it fascinating because every artist gives me a different answer. I mean, it's there's similarities in all of it, but um, yeah. it, it you know the the writing process is as different as your fingerprint almost. You know, it just seems like everybody has a little bit of a different twist on on how that process initiates and then evolves for every artist. It seems yeah. like there's there's no one. Uh, outside of a kind of a very similar structure, there's there is no doesn't seem to be any specific recipe for anybody that that you could follow. Um, so. Isn't that fabulous? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, <laughs> yeah, really it is because yeah, that's why we have so much, so many, so much cool music and so many different approaches to the sounds. And so, yeah, and that's why we inspire each other. I right? Think. Yeah, you yeah. You sort of you sort of glom onto somebody else's thing and you're like wow that's cool and, and that sort of sparks something in you and that's probably the best way to describe why why being there inspired, inspires me so much yeah yeah but it, is know, this, i wish i had more yeah right yeah is this full time for you do you have other things you do or are focused solely i do i do lots of things yeah. i do lots of things i um i i would love to write you know, 100% of the time, you know, that's, I think, the goal is to be able to have that be, you know, the thing that you can survive on, but it's a very big challenge. Um, so, you know, I have other businesses. I have, a, you know, my own business where I do, uh, I sell invalid products through car dealerships. I mean, it's really fun. I really like driving around and I write a lot of things in the car. Yeah. And then, um, I've been a fitness professional for 30 years. So okay. I've been, um, I started when I was two, mind you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Not, anyway, you know, so we need to involved in this business for a long time. I'm yeah. an instructor. And um, I don't do that much. I mean, I, I don't do it very much anymore. I, I just help out at uh, a few gyms, and uh, that way I maintain my, my membership. Yeah. Me. yeah. Me <laughs> <laughs> so what oh, is yeah, the... I wear a few different hats. I'm sorry? I said I wear a few different hats. Yeah, right. Well, we all have to uh, usually if, yeah. if we want to follow our yeah. passion. But um, yeah. what Indeed. what is a what is a um, schedule performance schedule look like for you? Do you uh, set up a tour? You just kind of play when it seems to happen. Is it is it a little more specific than that? Well, honestly, my husband does all that for me. So uh-huh. he, he handles all the business part of it and he does all the, the booking of the gigs and everything like that so that I can do the things that help to keep us afloat 
uh, financially and all that. Uh-huh. So, you know, he he's the one who really does all of that for me, and, and uh, he's been setting up a lot of shows. Um, so, yeah, I have some stuff. I'm um, some stuff booking uh, for uh, the beginning of the year, um, January, February. So we'll be, we'll be touring around a bit the Midwest. And, okay. Um, I'm not looking at the dates right now, but there's quite a few of them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so we're uh, we're looking forward to that, and we have um, we're doing a uh, release in Nashville. I believe is on the thirtieth of January, and then um, I have uh, a release that we're doing in January on January first in Cambridge in Harvard Square. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah, so we're doing you know better, and around that we have a lot of other stuff going. So, uh, yeah, I don't have the time to put into booking the gigs. <laughs> Yeah, right. He's uh, he handles a lot of that for me. He's got the he's got the drive for it. It works for it. It's a great partnership. <laughs> yeah. Do you it's travel with thing. other musicians? Uh, solo gig or how how does how does that work when you play well, out? A lot of the times it's just me and Michael. Okay. Um, you know, if we can bring some people with us, we will. Um, you know, we play in Memphis. We have players down there that we play with. And so yeah, I don't know. I mean got some stuff in Chicago and we haven't really figured out if we're going to try to find some people down there that we know. Uh, but yeah, we don't really travel You know, a lot of the stuff that we do is really the things that we book are, you know, just stripped down and that's really what, what the venues want. Right. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. we like doing that. It's fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So the the album is Dream Girl, and we're waiting on that to come out as we're recording this podcast. So it should be out very shortly. Where where can people a week from today? Uh, uh, drops today, as you said. I said a week from today. A week from today, yeah, right, yeah. So, um, where can people get that? How can they reach out, get in touch with you, learn more about your music? Well, they can go on my website, JuliaSimmonsDenaro.com, and they can actually purchase music there as well. Um, and uh, I think it's going to be everywhere, you know, iTunes, I believe now, and, um, you know, so uh, the digital is out right now, so on Spotify, all that stuff. Um, and you can go through Amazon to order a record if you want, um, if you want one of the physical copies. So you're... All the stores are going to have them. It's going to hit the shelves pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Okay. And and last name is D I N A L L O. Juliet Simmons Danello, right? Correct. Dot com. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it helps to to spell that out for folks. So. <laughs> well, well, yeah. That and also with Juliet, it's J U L I E T. Right. No double T. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good. The Shakespearean way. Right. Hey, well, thanks, Juliet. I appreciate it. This has been great getting to oh, chat with you and learn about your music, and we certainly wish you the best with the new record. Well, thank you, and I really, really appreciate this. Uh, and it was nice chatting with you, too, and uh, rock on. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 